1: is The View from the Gladys Street, a podcast by the fans,
0: for the fans, as we go on the terraces to discuss all the big talking points at Everton Football Club.
2: It's a brand new year, it's a brand new decade, but unfortunately it's still the same old Everton. I'm Ian Crawl and I'm joined by Rob Astle and Ben Crawford as we sit down to assess and analyse the fiasco that was Sunday afternoon's Merseyside Derby defeat in the first View from the Gladys Street fan podcast of the year. Everton succumbed to yet another embarrassing Anfield derby defeat this time in the FA Cup and this time against the Liverpool team who fielded players who weren't even born the last time Everton won at Anfield. It may be a hard listen but please stay with us for the duration of the podcast as we've got a lot to get through and I know Rob and Ben are keen to get their opinions across which also may include a rant or two. Just a reminder before we get going, this is an Everton fan show. And anyone listening in is more than welcome to come on and share their views and opinions on the View from the Gladys Street Podcast. To do so, just get in touch with me on Twitter. My handle is at crawl one And I will be able to provide you with some information. Lads, Ben, Rob, stupid question, but how is the mood following yesterday? Numb.
1: That's the word I'm going with. Numb. Deflated. Oh, school
0: Again. Yeah. <clears throat> I like I spoke to you last night after the game, I was angry for a bit, but just like...
1: I wasn't angry, I just, I wasn't surprised. That's what worried me the most. I wasn't surprised, I was just normal. I was like, here we go, it again.
0: Just, it's just reaffirmed that I don't care one iota about a single player in that team. Hmm. They don't deserve to be cared about.
2: Well, they don't care about us. <laughs> it's going to be tough to talk about because, you know, <clears throat> you use words like deflated and we, we are deflated, aren't we, at the end of the day? Like, to be honest, as soon as that team... Liverpool team was announced. I was like, not that I didn't want us to, to win the <coughs> game. It's, it's just a silly thing to say. I did, but we were in a no-win situation with Klopp's lineup. Where we, I was
1: just anxious. when I saw that lineup. Well, what so I
2: was. it was, it it was a bit of a big talking point to be honest in the week, mm. like leading up to the game. What team of Liverpool <coughs> are gonna field? And the more and more, you know, the days went on. It, it was it was highly likely that. Clot was going to field, you know, a young and experienced team, and the team that he did field, uh, Ben was was definitely a weakened team, wasn't it? Um, yeah. What what did you think when when that up came in?
1: Uh, well, I was expecting it because you know, as I've said before, Miguel girlfriend's a Liverpool fan, so she was on Twitter all that morning, sort saying, "Oh, this is going to be the team; these are going to be the subs." And it didn't matter what I to me; it it doesn't matter for me. And this is the problem. It doesn't matter to me what team Liverpool put out at Anfield, there is something, there's a metal block at Everton. As soon as that team got announced, I did not think, oh, it's all right, we should be comfortably winning that. I thought, right, I'll take a replay. All week all said is, I don't care what happens, how we play, just take a replay because no matter what team they put out, we just don't do it at Anfield. You know, I've seen Everton go to Anfield with better teams than Liverpool on the day, on the season, Everything. And it doesn't matter at all. We've had different managers, completely different players, different kinds of players in dressing rooms as well in my sort of lifetime. And I've never seen us do anything around field of any worth, really. So it, that's the worry. The, the reason I feel so numb is because I just kind of expected it. As soon as it. The first half was okay. We played quite well. But then second half, the atmosphere in the way in completely went. It was almost as if the, inevit- the inevitable... Was ready to happen, and I wasn't surprised. to See an eighteen-year-old score that goal at Liverpool, but it's just that's the problem. Is it's becoming the norm for us now?
0: As soon as that team was announced, the pressure. Klopp played the blinder.
1: <laughs> I said that before.
0: Klopp, the Klopp played the blinder. It because it put the pressure on Everton, an Everton team which haven't won there since nineteen ninety nine. Regardless of who they're playing, whether it be a full strength Liverpool team or a weekend Liverpool team or the kids is what they had out yesterday but I feel like I am making an excuse for them there there isn't at the end of the day that was a we had a team of I think I think it was nine full internationals playing yesterday there was no excuse whatsoever for not winning that game whether it you could have played it could have been anyone you in front of there but that team what we had out yesterday should beat a team of kids I appreciate the ads um Adjian and Golan. They had a
2: mixture, didn't they? I mean, Gomez,
0: please. the other Origi, they had, the, had, the had Lolana, and they had, you know, like you said there, they had Gomez. But Milner
2: started the game, albeit Liverpool probably looked better when he went off the pitch, off, I, I don't know, think. I know, yes. But, you know, I feel like I'm making excuses for
0: them and that they don't deserve that at the end of the day. And it, Someone mentioned yesterday on Twitter and I tweeted the other saying about a sports psychologist. Bring one in, so you get over this block. The, the problem it not that. The problem is... There's players there who just—they're not asked. It's the attitude, no, they, they don't care. They, they're not bothered. They, they, they don't.
2: But those players haven't been there ten years ago, either. Yes. They haven't been there fifteen years ago when we but, still couldn't. But they've win. been there long enough to stink the place out. But is it just—is it just, is it just a, a case of attitude? Surely, I think, is, I think
0: it is. I think. I mean, I, th- I think. I think. Say, I think there's a. A few players yesterday who could probably come out about. Not with the red-held eye as such, but, you know, but more of, they weren't bad. I didn't, I thought Calvert-Lewin tried his best. I thought Richarlison tried tried his best. But for me, the battle was lost in midfield. And if the battle's lost in midfield, that puts your defence under pressure and it cuts your supply line off to your, to, your, to your forwards. So Calvert-Lewin and Richarlison are starved in the second half because you've got Schneiderlin and Sigurdsson don't even know what they were trying to trying to achieve, and then you got Walcott being, you know, I praised him earlier on the season, and he's just he resorted back to type yesterday afternoon, and that's where the battle was lost. And you can play against anyone, but if you lose that midfield battle, you're putting yourself under pressure. And Morgan Schneiderlin, you know, people have been on this podcast, and people have defended them left, right, and centre, and yesterday again he proved me points. He's a waste of space, and. The problem is now is it, it's not with Ancelotti, it's not with with Marcel Brands, it's not with the, the club. Have sort of got like a like almost like a the right pieces in place, but what they've got to get past is that squad of a mishmash of four or five different managers. And to be honest with you, barring about five of them, I'd put them all up, all up for sale and start again. Mm. They're all because they're, they're either championship quality or they're just not bothered. Or and, finished. Or they're finished. Like
1: Sigurdsson he's finished now
0: he's he? finished and but has Sigurdsson ever, ever really done anything of noted evidence to even say he was started? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's
1: I thought he was okay last season, and I think he was okay this first season as well. I don't think he's I just don't think the way we want to play now suits him, and I think that as well as the fact that he can't play, obviously, as a deep-line midfielder, I think that means he's now surplus to requirements. That's the bottom. That's the, that's the end. So I don't think he's a shocking footballer. As a footballer, he's not a shocking footballer. Could he you know, I don't look at him and go, he's got to drop down to the Championship. He could get in another Premier League team, but he doesn't fit what we want. And the fans clearly aren't, be, aren't behind him now. So, the full stop, he's, he's surplus to requirements now. Uh, he's not been that bad the last couple of years, but that's, you draw a line under it now mm. and you try and get wherever you can
2: for him. Well, we'll come on to individual performances, but Ben, for you, you know, looking at the, you know, the cliche of um, we should win that game on paper. Why didn't we win that game? What, what you, you know, you've it's obviously mentioned a few things there, but why, why didn't we actually win that game?
1: Um, basically, I'm just going to allude to exactly what Rob said. Then it was the supply line to the strikers and the cover for the defence. The two midfielders that we had in that game offered absolutely nothing. Uh, don't get me wrong if you're struggling because we've got injuries as we have and you have two holding midfielders okay yeah they're not going to bomb forward but they weren't sitting in front of the defence defending the back four and they weren't getting the ball forward so I think the problem we found ourselves in what we noticed was first half we weren't playing out from the back as much I don't think first half we were letting Jordan Pickford launch it up to Calvert-Loon but then it Ancelotti's obviously noticed for me at half-time that as soon as Calvert-Lewin wins the ball, unless the ball lands at the feet, there's nobody at all up with him because the two midfielders are still jogging up the pitch to try and support. So if there's no support from the midfield, it's difficult for Calvert-Lewin to hold the ball up and then lay it off. So then maybe Ancelotti's gone out second half to think, can we build from the back? And that just worked disastrously for me. Watching them time after time play out from the back and put our players under pressure that's where we lost the game because Do you well,
0: know what you're saying there the playing off in the back though for me the biggest culprit is, who's the worst at it is Jordan Pickford I, I don't think he. I because don't. and the reason I say it is is that he'll play it out but he always seems to me he always seems to play a man into trouble he won't play the sensible ball he always tries these stupid little chips these stupid little dinks over the top and things to, to play it, and it just doesn't work See, and I'm not saying he, I, he's not a fall for the goal I thought he was but he's not
2: it's a great strike well, no, just touch on that dead quick because I've seen a lot of people criticize Jordan Pickford, and I, I know you. I'm, I'm surprised you said that because you did say you, fought, yeah, you thought. He was. A I thought football, it, I've yeah. watched the,
0: I've watched the back again, and, and he's not. Football, a, he's yeah. not. He's not a fault for the goal, yeah. but this playing out from the back, he makes it harder than it should be.
1: See, I'm not sure. I don't know whether I share that opinion. The reason I don't think it works is because of the of the opponents. Everyone knows that any team that plays off in the back against Liverpool, it does not work. Barcelona have done it, better teams than us, Man City have done it. It doesn't work because Liverpool's game plan is all about getting out of the pitch and pressing with the front three. <coughs> and when you've got a back four, you try and play off the back, doesn't matter who you've got in defence. You're never going to get the ball out because what they do is they high up the pitch, they press on the people on the ball and then the midfield stop the out ball so you've literally got no choice but you can't even knock it long at that point you can literally only put it out for a set piece That's a, I don't necessarily think Pickford's I fall for that much because I think yesterday as good as you've been I think you know I mean? it was very slow on the ball as well and Sidibe was giving the ball away like it was going out of fashion
0: I felt Sadibi went wrong when he went right back
1: yeah, I thought that was the wrong decision because I would, especially with, I think, to be fair, when, when I was sat on the ground yesterday, my dad said it was maybe because of the height advantage that Origi had over Coleman. But uh, he sort of lost his position for me, so he doesn't know where he's playing now. And it's it's a difficult one to pin it on one single player like sort of like a Pickford. But for me, that's, that's me explaining as quickly as I can how Ancelotti read the game. But it didn't work because Liverpool, as we've seen, they've got a team that can adapt, and that's what we haven't. So in-game, Liverpool can change from one system to another system. We can't. We're, we're so rigid in what we've got, and that's how we lost the game because as soon as we went 1-0 down, I, I knew it was, over. Oh, because they'll just keep the ball now for 20 minutes because they can do that. They can just switch the ball side to side and keep the possession and then out of possession, completely run you into the ground. And that
2: that's where we lost it. It was energy and quality, let's face it. Does Angelotti have to take blame or a portion of the blame then, or is it is it literally all on the players? Because I'll be honest with you, I, I felt what you just said there when CDB went right back. I felt we lost a, a little bit of impetus. We didn't have that attacking threat that we had in the first <laughs> half, and certainly in the first half we had success in not just hoofing the ball long, but it was it was a mixture of you know long searching balls to Dominic Carver, Lewis Head, as well as getting um, the ball in, on the wings in, in behind and. You could tell with some of the crosses that we were putting in the first half, none of that happened in the second half. Did have a shot on goal? Did we in the second half? I can't remember. Did or have it, a shot not, on target? Nothing of note, anyway. So was that? Is that? Because what minute did the CDB change? It was, it was, it was just like be, mid. It before
1: the goal. It was about five minutes before the goal. Was it yeah. about sixty-five yeah. minutes? I reckon.
2: But even then, before that, we probably weren't looking like much of an attacking. We thing. were letting them in the game
1: basically when they should have been out of it at half-time. For me, so that, the does that take
2: a portion of the blame, or is it literally all down on the players? I just well yet yeah, it is down on the players because
0: he played the strongest team he possibly could yesterday. Probably maybe you'd throw in Bernard maybe as instead of Walcott. But that team should be beating Liverpool's under 23s. Should be we should be penetrating that back line. Let's let's forget about tactics and all that for a minute now. That kind of goes out the window, or it should go out the window against any side of that inexperience what they put out yesterday. We put out a team like I said, we put out a team full of internationals and they played us off the park in the second half. Not so much in the first half, the second half we were diabolical and shame on them all to be honest with you for being beaten by that beaten by that. they Liverpool are a good side. Liverpool Liverpool yesterday proved but they proved kind of what I've wanted Everton to prove for the last couple of seasons. They've got a good youth set-up. They've got a good cohesion between your under 18s to your under twenty three. a pathway isn't it throughout is not all. Yeah, the squad? You know what I mean, there's a there's a path, there's a pathway. You know, our our, our under twenty three squads won the, the league twice in the bounce. am I right, in saying two and three, two and three years. I think none of them have come through.
1: It's not good enough. They've obviously got a team, I mean? but, but there's no individuals.
2: Well, well, kind of what you're saying is that. That team there played exactly how Liverpool have been playing for the last yeah, yeah, two yeah, or three yeah. years. So, quite it doesn't, just because you're winning the league in the under 23s, under 19s, or whatever, that doesn't really matter. It, it's not really necessary at that age. Obviously, yeah, yeah, you want to win. Don't get me wrong, the, but.
0: but it's the experience of learning how to play a certain way. So, yeah. so when the call comes, you you're ready, fit into that. You're, you're ready to step up. Look, that Harvey Elliott, I thought he had a quiet, not a quiet game as such yesterday, but like a, he was effect, he was effective without being brilliant. You know, he gave Dean the run-around. He did all the things right. He he, he drew the files off Dean. Mm. He, he pulled, a few corners, pulled a few corners. He knew how to play. He, he ran, like you said, ball over the top, run into space, press the, defen- the defenders. Yeah. He did it. Divockery did it. I mean, Divockery, he's, 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 he's a first. He's certainly team. not an under-23 player, He's he? a first-team player, though, but he doesn't play that often. But when he goes in that team, he knows exactly what he's doing. good player, then. The two full-backs, um, the one who came out, I don't know his name, and, mm. um, I've never even heard of him. That, uh, is it, Chiravella, Ki- uh, the Chiravella, the right back. No, that was Williams. Or oh, Geth- Williams. Geth- Geth- Niko Williams, Williams. Was the right back. Oh, like that, Whoever yeah. it was, again knew exactly what to do, and Everton proved I, I, I would love to. Do you know what? We should play the kids yesterday because I reckon they give them more of a bloody game.
1: Mm. It's a good point. Actually, they done twenty-three. Is like, Yeah, it's probably a good. shot We were never going to do that
0: but, way. But you can't blame. Kyle, I, to have I don't think you can blame you know him at all? He, He's going. He's I will me my full, full strength team here. They've got me six points out of nine. <clears throat> Surely to God they've got to beat Liverpool under twenty threes because bar three three player, at four players. That's what it was. That defense needed. That defense was barely touched in that second half. It's disgusting. It reminded me of like the Wigan game.
1: Um, but even that was it wasn't a bad Wigan team because they ended up winning it, didn't
0: they? I know they ended up winning it, but. We should be playing that team off the park though. Do you know what I mean? They went down that year. Let's let' let's, let's, let's They did, they but they went, beat City as well, they didn't went, they? They went down.
1: Mm. And I think there's a massive difference though between a, even a Premier League team's first team yeah. and the under 23s. You know what I mean? If we'd have played yeah. if we'd have played yesterday away at well, Norwich and got beat 1-0, you'd feel nowhere near as bad as this because we've been embarrassed. Whereas Norwich, you know, if we went away and got beat 1-0, it'd be a terrible result and we'd be like that's a missed opportunity. But I don't think we'd lose as much sleep over it as this. This We've got to get this out of our system because this has got the bad... This has sort of got a chance to really eat away at us now if we don't bounce back with a win on Saturday. Hmm.
2: The, the, the thing with that is, though, I, I was actually going to say this before the Liverpool game. Um, I was going to tweet it and, and I didn't. And I, I really wished that I, that I had. For one, I, I wish Liverpool had played the full-strength team because, obviously... I felt we were in a no-win situation, even if we'd won that game anyway. Agreed. You know, we have been humiliated <coughs> by the kids, but even if we'd won, it no wouldn't one have well. you'd only played the kids. I, I was saying to Rob before, I felt like, this is really stupid saying it now, but we would have had to have, um, for, for me to feel satisfied, and I know I'm not being picky, because I know we've won, we haven't won, we have won a derby at Anfield in 20 odd years, but I wanted to win like four or five nil. And we don't you know what I mean, just to feel satisfied that Klopp's tried to get one over us on us there, but we just smashed his team like Villa did basically. Yeah, yeah, we've just smashed his kids to bits, and that's the humiliation. It's not even like going out the cup or the defeated, it's just that, and that is what has frustrated me more than anything. That even if we'd won, even 1 nil, 2 1, we still probably wouldn't have. Felt satisfied. I
1: mean, wouldn't have been through. I would. I board. would have been satisfied with. I. I said to you before. Then I said I'd have took A draw. If that game would have ended nil nil, I wouldn't been happy. I wouldn't but have took a draw. I not You what? I didn't care because I, I just. i see. I've never seen Everton win Anfield. I've been a couple of times to Anfield now, and it's never. It's never gone well for us. <laughs> <You>
2: <laughs> to say going. the least. <laughs> to say
1: the least, like, but yeah, I just. I either took a draw, and I said this quite honestly and openly before the game, because I thought, we, you know, that team, I think we would have won that game completely if it was a Goodison. The problem we've got is, 60 minutes into the game, when the we haven't scored, we haven't taken the chances, Liverpool get a bit more confidence from the crowd, Jordan Pickford's getting jeered every time he touches the ball, and that's when Everton players collapse. History mm-hmm. tells you, that's when, that's when our so-called senior players bottle it, essentially, and... Yes. Yeah, no, that's that's exactly what we do. We did it, we've done it every year at Anfield. It's always when we get rattled. If we'd have scored two in our first half, we would have probably won the game four or five nil. But problem is, we let the game go on that long that Liverpool grew in confidence. That's that's all. We let them into the game, and as we started pushing back, they started pushing forward or vice versa. And then that's it. Then as soon as they got in control of that game, for me, it was it was inevitable what was going on. So I've I've took a joy yesterday, obviously with because that would have been a great result because I always thought. If we get them to Goodison, they'll probably play a similar team to that because, let's face it, the fixtures are going to be just as congested then. Mm. And I'd have felt a lot more confident at Goodison because they wouldn't, you know, 60 minutes in, that game's a more level playing field. 60 minutes in, around field, the crowd get behind and we start getting frustrated because we're expected to win. That's where it fell apart. And as soon as that goal went in, the game was over. There was no fight, nothing. As soon as that goal went in, you knew what was coming, 100%. I didn't even, I don't even think I, so I, I concentrated on the rest of the because I was ready to go
0: was it Martin Keown who was doing the punditry on BBC? He went, he went, you know, this Everton team now I've got to show, show a bit of fight back and a bit of. And I, I was like, what fight back, mate? What, what, what Everton team have you watched in the last. That, that's gone behind? And, it's not been a, been a long time, hasn't it? turned it around through a win. Just, I just think. Just get us to the end of the season now. Get us safe and get us to the end of the season and ship, ship half of these out.
2: I mean. Does it, does it prove then that, even with the new manager in charge, that obviously we know we've got issues, quality, attitude, mentality, whatever, but the, the players that have fault, do you think Silver was harshly treated then in terms of how how things have gone? Because you, you've gone back and forth with Silver and the players, and going, <coughs> oh, it's the players fault, it's Silver's fault. In,
0: in,
1: I don't think we beat Newcastle and Burnley the way we did. If Silva's still there, that's just, my
0: argument. We we adapted. I'll tell you what, Marco Silva was, uh, sorry, was sacked after the Liverpool game. Ferguson had Chelsea, United and Arsenal, didn't he? And the cup game, didn't he? And the cup game. Take the cup game out of it. Let's just talk league for now. In each of them games, we adapted, didn't we, to the circumstance rather than just playing a certain way. Mm. The Chelsea game, we went 4 4 2, and no one expected us to you know, get it up to the two front men and run them ragged as best you can and, and kick lumps out of them. The United game was a bit more controlled. It was keep the ball as best you can. And we'll try and set get, pieces. Get and set them on set pieces. Piece. Get, get them on set pieces. The Arsenal game, we tried to play it out from the back a little bit more than we tried to play because we were not, knackered as well. And we mean? were knackered as well at that point. Burnley, Burnley are yard dogs. You know what I mean? They're, they're a team of six foot five mutants. At the end of the day, Andy basically, <laughs> and th- in the end, we were pumping balls into the box, and because that was the only way we we couldn't play around them because they had eleven men behind a ball, so we ended up pumping balls into the box and we scored from one. The Newcastle game, the way we played that game was more, you know what? We can play here, we can play some nice stuff, and we did.
1: I was impressed that we come not so, from behind, but we come from one all to win the game. Yeah, That's so, why I
0: liked. So. Marco Silva wasn't harshly treated. He deserved to go because he would have never have adapted in them games to to get to get them points that we got. I agree with you. I just City, thought that that's yeah, the question. City was a, <laughs> City was a free pass for any manager. Two one on papers, it, not bad. Is it? You know what I mean? It's our it's our place to go. City and we were dead. You know we were dead in our feet at that point. We were knackered. But then s- Sunday yesterday, Christ. It, It's no excuse for any team to be beaten by a team field of the majority of youth. There's no excuse for it. And I feel like that's what we've we've sort of done here. We've sort of, like said, said, why it went wrong. At the end of the day, they just didn't have the bottle in the fight, and that's... That's all there is to it. Or
1: oh, the quality for me. I thought it was a quality thing as well. I don't think... See, I don't l- think it is. You know, like- Do you not think Liverpool are in that game? Do you not think that... Did you come away from that game thinking, oh, we were the better team and we played really well and we were unlucky? No, I thought they played off the park second half. We first win- half, we, we we got our game plan spot on, but second half, they adapted, we didn't, and they ran rings around us.
0: If we win we that midfield battle, we win that game.
1: Oh, I agree with you there. But that's what I'm saying. That's where we and lost it's, it It's the quality, it, but, but, not just
0: a fight. But to me, it wasn't down to quality. It was purely down to I'm better than you. I'm more experienced than you. I'm one to run rings round you. It wasn't down to it. Wasn't that it was? It was down to sheer endeavour. That's my that's
2: my take on it. It wasn't that. Do you not think if if Walcott had passed the ball better in certain situations or crossed the ball better rather than just? You know, I oh, don't even know what some of the attempts be that at is. Is that not quality though? Is that not down to quality? The, the, the two that I'm talking about is obviously. I know which, one, I, know which pass you, I know which pass you're talking about. The one in the
0: second half. Well, there was
2: one you? in the first half, wasn't there? Where, yeah, it was, yeah, it was two on one basically, yeah. two on yeah. one, and all he needed to do is kind of play it in front of the Liverpool player, and it's in. It was either Dominic Calvert-Lewin or Charleson's feet. Instead, I don't know what he does. He just kind of does this little flick. It's the worst pass I've ever seen. But this has been Theo Walcott's problem his entire career. He probably has got that in his locker
0: to do it consistently. Why is it it's, But it's doing it consistently. That's always been his problem. That's why he's the most infuriating player in the world. Because he know we know he can do it. He's played well this season at
2: times. Well, well, there was well another one in the second half, wasn't there, Where he probably could have played Moyes Keenan, and he just did it far too long. What is that? Is that is that mentality? Is that just quality concentration? Quality. What? Concentration could come it's
0: into it. Con- it's concentration. It's it's it's
2: nervousness. You know, hitting it. You know too long not not hard enough you know what I mean it, It's a, there's a fine I'm, there's a fine line between I'm at the that, point now it? as
0: well I don't even think it's like down to like I just think it's down to I'll just I can just I'm, I'm earning a wage here I'm I'm done there's a few players in that squad who fall under that category and he's one of them do you think? yeah yeah I he's don't see
1: I know what you're saying there's a lot of passengers in that squad who are just they have to paycheck. I'd more allude to maybe a Morgan Snyder than for that than Theo I don't think Theo Walcott's Attitude's ever really been questioned. I'm not saying he's got the quality because he hasn't.
0: I think, I think he, I think he knows we've got a fully fit team. He ain't in that team. Do
1: you not think, though? I, I think Theo Walcott wants to play football. I think that's why he came to Everton. Don't let's not be under any illusions. Yeah, we're paying him a good wedge. Arsenal would have been paying him a good wedge and he certainly had enough years left in his contract if he wants to stay there. He's, he's come to Everton to play, and I, 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 I can criticise the lad's quality. Till a car's gone because he has not been good enough and we've seen why really is it Everton or not Top Club because he's inconsistent. But I don't I don't think there are players in that squad, especially on the pitch yesterday, where their attitude needs addressing and needs to get up the club. So I like I say, I'd allude to Snyder and possibly even the Sigurdson the way he's going, but I don't know yet. But for me, Walcott, he hasn't got the quality, but I don't know whether I want to start questioning his attitude because you know is yesterday
0: he, you're not questioning his attitude
1: no not well oh come on mate no because I don't he's not not worked does he I know he's not at the quality but he's not not worked hard The old Walcott isn't like standing around looking at the floor he was working hard and he got dragged off and that, that was it he wasn't a passenger and that, he, Morgan Snyder and and Sigurdsson in the middle of that midfield were passengers. They didn't work hard enough and they didn't have the quality to match. Theo Walker didn't have the quality, but first half, especially, he was trying his best to get him behind their defence and probably the only player in our team who did. So yes, second half is influence Wayne because we didn't have all of the ball, but I don't think it's fair to start saying about Theo that he's never tried and all because I don't think that's true. I think he does want to play football. And I think, you know, as much as he is lacking in quality, I don't think it's fair to start... If, if, of all people, him compared to the rest of them oh, to I'll start pick on,
0: I'll out. Pick on and Yeah, but and I think they're worse. I don't but, but think Walcott. I don't think Walcott. Of- I think
1: if we're gonna start making like the likes of Walcott and uh, people mentioned Charleston, if we're gonna start making those two the problem, then we're shooting ourselves in the foot because the problem is in the middle of that midfield. Yes, that was the only thing. The defence didn't defend terribly. The attack. OK, missed a couple of chances. They should have done better in the first half, but didn't completely fluff the line. It was the midfield that lost that game, end of. You lose the midfielder away at Anfield, you lose the match, and that's it. I questioned them to ask you all day long, but I don't think I want to rip into the rest of them for giving up that easy, because although there's maybe four or five in that team that did, I don't think they all got one of them, to be honest. The View from the Gladys Street podcast from the Liverpool Echo. The view from the Gladys Street podcast.
2: I mean, 15, 20 minutes of the first half, we did have clear, cut <coughs> chances, didn't we? So, you know, we, we take them. You, you would fully expect us to go on and win the game, surely. I'm not saying we would have gone on 4 or 5 nil, but, you know, 3 1, 4 2, something like that, you know, a bit of a goal fest. You know, you can't say why didn't we take those chances. We just didn't take the chances because. They were straight at Arginham,
0: basically. Mm. That's why we, we didn't we work to keep it. We didn't even work to keep it. We just did them straight at him. But it is, It's but it's all ifs and buts, in it? At the end of the day, though, we bottled it again. And we've, we've, you know, we could have been three or four up in the first half quite easily. You know, Holgate, I think, was probably the more... Holgate and the Charleston probably had the two real, real clear-cut chances, didn't he? Like, yeah. you know, I'd argue... Um, Walcott's probably would have got choked off for handball because with VAR. I, I,
1: I, didn't, I haven't seen the game back Yeah,
0: to be it touches his hand in a box. and. um surprised didn't go in then. And then you know, the other chances probably weren't as clear cut. But you know, it, you are saying it, it, it you're right, it's, it's a different game. But what got said at half time, that attitude they come out with, every single one of them, not just. Certain individuals.
2: It probably... Obviously, you don't know. And but I think...
0: I'd say you he was getting a good bye at the minute as well, and he's been awful all season. Luca Dean. Luca Dean. Yeah. He's been awful We're all season. And I tried to back him up earlier on in the season, saying, oh, he's not copping hard in front of him, but good players play well anyway.
2: I, I agree with you on that, and I think Dean has been poor. Um, but I do... This is an excuse, but I think it's a valid excuse. You do need a good left-sided player to play in front of you if you're an attack on full don't you?
0: Oh I'm not dis- I'm not I'm not I'm not disputing that. But he's got we, a, he we, had Richarlison there yesterday for half the game.
2: I just I just don't think Richarlison's a winger though. i no, a, striker, you, he's yeah. just like He's a goal scorer. Get him into that got you know that danger zone and mm. you know I've heard people who would disagree with him completely and say, no he's not he needs to be, you know, on the wing. I just think Get him in the danger he? and he will score you goals. Get him in that box. I think that's why he's, he's played so well with Carver Lewin since yeah, it's been a, a, you know, a bit of a 4-4-2. Four, yeah. four, in terms of Dean, you can't help but say he has been poor. Mm. Look at Le- Leighton Baines come on and um, you know had a couple of starts over the past couple of weeks and he's probably been shown a bit more than yeah. what Luca Dean has the past couple of weeks. I mean, in terms of what Carlo has got to do now, it's it, he's, he's had four games, hasn't he? You know, one, two, probably a roller coaster. In space of Ten days as well, you know. And it's yeah. a lot of football. It's a good point. It? Yeah, and mm. in this press conference, um but for the City game, I think it was. You know, he, he basically basically said, "Listen, I've had one, two. I think training sessions. He hasn't yeah. had a full week with them yet, has he? man? Yeah. No. This is the this will be the first full week he's had. Yeah. yeah. So you know, obviously, he probably had a couple of training sessions for the Liverpool game, but the the point that I was gonna I was gonna make here, he was I think under Carlo we will win the games that we're, we're supposed to win. Yeah, that, yeah. Do you know what I mean? We'll be organised enough and we'll probably have just enough to them enough quality do to, think- to do that. All right, then. That's, that's what I was meant to say before the Liverpool game. That's what I was going to tweet. I, I fully expect, <coughs> regardless of the team, what Liverpool played, we would have got beat there regardless. And then we probably will beat Brighton on Saturday. All
0: right, then. Hypothetically, then, you're saying there we should beat the teams which we're, supposed, we're supposed to beat. I mean, I'm not going okay. to say we're going to do everyone. Once he's got time... Let's say this is the fourth round of the FA Cup, not the third, and he's had time with them. What against Liverpool? Yeah, do we st- do? It, what happens? Probably still lose. I don't know. Yeah, I, I do you know, know what I mean? It, it's yeah, easy. Yeah. It's but easy we, to but say we'll, that we'll, in it, but
2: but we probably get beat against Liverpool anyway because it's Liverpool. But if they're playing the team they played yesterday,
0: I tell you about, I tell you what, mate. Any premier, any Premier League team at full strength like we were yesterday, or as full strength as they possibly can, comes up against that Liverpool team. That was fielded yesterday. Yeah. They win that game comfortably.
2: No, I agree. I agree. Right?
0: Why? What, what, what's, what's different with us?
2: Well, you know, we've, we've just talked about yeah. the reasons why we didn't win the game. We didn't take our chances early on. Um, you know, once we didn't take our chances, Liverpool grew into the game. They had that Origi chance, which even it had gone in. <coughs> it kind of spared them on a little bit in a way it probably would have been better that that had gone in and VAR would have chalked that out and Liverpool would have been that the fans would have been a bit <laughs> deflated because in a way that chance we just let them back in the game it, else, I, right. I think that spared them on a little bit and in the second half you know you don't know what Carlo said there did seem to be a bit of a a change in how we played and it, it didn't seem to work then Sadibi went off Um sorry Sadibi was changed Coma went off didn't he and then you know at the end of the day it's you know all goals are preventable. Don't get me wrong, but once he's got that ball, it's a, it's a good goal. It's a very very good goal. And you know, individually, you can pick out players, but look at more than Snarling so lying I, on the floor. I was going to say that's, that's
1: good... what you were going to say, like picking somebody out individually. There, going back to like the discussion me and Rob had there. That's one player who I definitely would, you know, get the pitchforks and the knives out for because that was shocking. I've seen. Have you seen the video where he's like? Where they've just focused on Morgan Sidler. First of all, he goes down from an innocuous challenge. It
2: did look like then he, he, he seemed like he was a bit hurt, but I'm not. But it, it, he gets, given the f- of the doubt, for me, he just he gets touched and then he gets he gets back up quick enough. Slow motion, slow motion. Yeah. And, and he, he gets just up. doesn't
1: yeah. chase the man down. If he's not on the floor rolling round and he's stood there, he
2: blocks that shot. the shot doesn't get in. There's three in. men in front of Jones.
0: I mean, who signed Snyder? Kerman, who signed Snyder, Kerman, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah. You know, he played well for the first <laughs> six, seven... Maybe eight months of his Everton career.
2: He was great in at the the, end, the back end of that season. Yeah, yeah.
0: and then Koeman gets the, get gets the push, and ever since then he's just been.
1: I think it started before Koeman got sacked. though. I think that's when it, it was already started. By then, to be fair, and I just
0: think the lad's just happy. You could sit him in front of the best sports psychologist in the world, and, and, he'd, just, and, he, and he'd tell you he'd just go, okay, and I'll, I'll 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 go and try my best, and I'll earn my money. He, he, people like him can't be saved. Mm. People like to be honest
2: with you. People like Gilfie Sigurdsson can't be saved anymore. I think he's at that that point now. At least with Sigurdsson, though I'm not trying to defend him, but at least he's got that bit of quality to to do something and to create. Yeah, him. he
0: could probably come on at, like he did against um, West, West Ham. West Ham, he could probably come on and win you the game. Yeah, but... has got. I Northern. don't
1: know what he, I don't know what he does. I don't know what is. It's he's, he's not a good like, tackler. He's, he's like not a cherry. good
2: passer. He's like the cherry on top of the cake. Anyway, you know, if you, you need someone cherry, to, to shore <laughs> <well, I know, laughs> if you need if you need someone to shore up a game. He'll, yeah. he'll be tidy. He, he won't exert himself. So I don't he, even think I'd bring him on
1: to show up a game. No, I'd rather bring someone like Davis. Only
2: run round, and try and win the ball back. It's in ireland he's just a passenger. Yeah. He wouldn't pass it more than ten yards. It's a pass 10 easy passages, like we have said in the past. I bet your stats, passing stats are quite high because it's just simple. It's it's not like innocuous
1: passages yeah. round, round to play in front from two yards.
0: What made, what made me laugh yesterday was like people were thinking, <coughs> "Oh, that's a that's a few players' last you know last ever game for Everton." It won't be at all because we can't. And they're saying, no, "Oh, we play." I see. It's the last ever game. So we, unless we go out and buy two central midfielders now to cover us till the end of the year, at least on loan or whatever, then you know, great. It, it might, it might well be their last game. But on the flip side of that, if we don't get anyone in, there's obviously no trust there between. The first team in the under twenty three used to throw some of the kids in. Is that it's got to be someone? So there's hasn't it? Got, there's there's, there's you, there, Gordon's we're really. We're the stuck only with one. these until until G. You know, like said, so JP Gabamin and, and Andre Gomez. are you you won't see Andre Gomez till next season. Let's 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 be perfectly honest if, with that. Yeah. You know, Gabamon he, 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 You know, of miss, like, in it. Like, like the scarlet like. pimpernel at the minute, and he's nowhere to be seen. People mm. said January. You know, we're in, we're coming up. To I the don't think January, we'll see. I. You week. know what? I reckon it'll be March, April before you see him you starting. Know, so you're stuck. You're stuck with this midfield now. So for me. What I'd be doing is I'd I'd entrust Michael Keane to go next to Mina because if you stick Holgate in that midfield, you'll get the protection that you need. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And then when he's fit again, if he can play him through the middle, a because that's where the is effective. Stick him out wide; he's useless. He's probably about yeah. as effective as Walcott out wide. Useless. Yeah. And then, th- for me, that's got to be your new midfield because Schneiderlin and Sigurdsson just finished there. It's just done. It, Draw the line on them. Mid, and they've gone. Uh, Brighton will turn up on, on Saturday and be like, oh, get him. We're playing against these two crabs, and they will walk right through us. Mm. Do you think they'll play the two of them? No, I don't think. I, I think he'll bring Tom Davis back. I in. think
1: Davis will go back and put him I think Sigurdsson will stay in the team.
2: I, I think Holgate <coughs> in the middle is a is a great shell to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's like great. said, he he's calm and collected. He's on the good ball. Quite classy. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, he's better good on,
0: good on the on ball. ball. And do you know what? He's a snide. Yeah. yeah, he'll put he stick a foot in if he needs to. I mean, forgetting Delph here actually, aren't we? I, oh, I, I, we, we spoke about the, him off air But the thing is, oh, Delph, I don't even trust him to be turn up match fit. Rather, never mind play play an actual game of football. So I don't even consider him. I
1: don't even think when he's fit, he's done enough. For, I was I just he's I was
0: astounded against them um, against Burnley when he completed ninety minutes. Not not Burnley, Newcastle. He completed ninety minutes against Newcastle. I think. He come no, on no, so big came on. Newcastle, it
1: was the Burnley, was the Burnley game. game. I think, he I think played, it might he have been the Burnley game. He came on against It's Newcastle like, Newcastle. like,
0: bloody hell, mate. Are you right. No, it's... Uh, well, well if, he wasn't, was he? <laughs> if, if, if the rumours are to be believed, he barely trains because of his injuries.
1: Why did we spend £8 million and 100000 grand a week on him? then? That, that's well, we another blame,
2: transfer. i Carlo for that, can we? You know, no, so, no, I'm blaming I, the club I'd for love doing
0: that. I'd love to see if we if we pull in midfielders now, between now and the end of January, I think they're going to be a completely different look... but. Ilk from what yeah, we used exactly. to in terms of style. I think we might even look look for someone a bit who's good on the ball going forward.
2: And you know what? Someone who's like someone who's just like a little pimple, like a Jesse a Gay was. Do we need to be careful in this January transfer window that it's not just another short-term fix though? Because yeah, we're kind of absolutely back really going in circles again. Mate, where I, I the Toxin lot- Walcott uh, transfer. I played the low market. Yeah, I
1: agree.
0: Give them six months deal, six month loan
2: deals, yeah. option say, to buy with an option to uh, buy. If unless, it, unless Angelotti thinks this guy is the right guy, yeah. I absolutely. Me personally, I absolutely, wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't spend any money.
1: I trust him to bring a decent midfield. He, he, he's not. He was a midfield himself as well. He? He's not. He's got enough about him. Angelotti, forget brands, forget any other scout. He's got enough about him to know. If he's buying a decent midfielder, surely... I can't think that Ancelotti yeah. is going to bring in someone in midfield who's like a fish out of water. You've got to, you've got to trust him to bring a central midfielder in.
0: who's who's got the calibre to be ready. That's I think we need the, someone, uh,
1: like you say, someone horrible in the middle of midfield who's like a proper... A not so much a yard dog, but somebody... You know what, and I hate this comparison because I hate him, but a much younger version of Mark Noble for West Ham. A leader in the middle of midfield. <laughs> you know what, yeah. I hate him, but like the middle of midfield, someone who Good quality will... Though. Yeah, but I don't know. Yeah, we just need someone in the middle of midfield who'll grab the game by the scuffer's neck is what I'm trying to get to, and I think that's what they will be looking to do, whether or not they'll
2: do it's another thing. Do you think Angelotti now realises the task at hand? I think he did oh, anyway. I
0: think he knew anyway, yeah. I think I think he knew watching that city game. If you, I I mean watching that city game the commentator kept saying Carlo Ancelotti, you can't see him on the on your screen, but he's on the touchline. Absolutely berating his players, putting his hands up all the times. and say, "What have you done that for?" I think he knows full well. I think he, I think he knew full well. Seeing the injury list we had when he first came
2: in. That's what I mean. Like, you, do know, you think his, his mindset's changed from when we first? I think first come in.
0: Uh, I think I think the next couple of weeks I could be quite telling because these are the first full two weeks he's got with them. He'll have them training every day he's got Brighton on Two Saturday. Two winnable games. He's got Brighton on Saturday, and then I can't remember. West Ham
1: away, or. then Newcastle at home in 10 yeah. days,
0: because yeah. we've got a midweek
2: one. You know, so... But they're winnable game. they're games that you, at least the home ones, that you'd expect to win. Expect to win, Absolutely. yeah. Absolutely. And he's got yeah. to manage
1: that expectation, being, the, you know, whatever 170 grand a week he's on. That's I, I, Again, I'm not having a goal, Carlo Ancelotti because I'm amazed we've even got him. But the point of making it's yeah, they're on paper winnable games, but that's where you're in your crust, and that's... He's got to manage that expectation. I don't feel bad putting that expectation on him. I want to be fair. I want seven points. I don't want to go to West Ham and get beat by David Moyes either. I want at least a point.
2: And at the end of the day, you know the league's. where are you sitting tenth or something? We're now, four points
1: we? or fifth or something. aren't We
2: but obviously relegation wise, you don't want to be looking down. You want to be looking up. Absolutely, but you still need to pick points up, this, and this is vital over the next couple of weeks now to keep this season alive. There's isn't three
0: it? winnable gate like there's three winnable games coming up where where we can really c- cement our position away from the Wrong end of the table, take us into the 30 point, 30 35 point mark. Definitely, yeah. Plus, you can chase the pack at Europe. It's mad to say without both club competitions, but this season it's not a write off yet. At least, you know, league position, not a league, it's not
2: impossible for Europe. Is you that
0: know, we could still, still gain a European place? But you know, let's just take it game by game now and try and build what around. we can for next yeah. season. Yeah.
1: But, but uh, like, blood some of the young players, like, like the likes of Snyder and we've discussed at length. Just scrap them now, because if we're in a position where we're not desperate to try and stay up, try and
2: blood some of the youngsters in, or even a couple of lone players see how they get on. Mm. Well, obviously, because we're out of both Cup competitions now, there's going to be, over the next couple of months, you know, extended breaks, isn't there? Because there's weekends... Bring it on. Three <laughs> <maybe laughs> <every laughs> <every laughs> free weekends. Yeah. I'm sure we've only got, like, four, three, four home games over the next, like, three months or something like that. So, so, uh, uh, oh, really, yeah. I, well, we've got... Played Christmas was last month.
0: I think I think that latter end of February well, and into March. I don't think there's a lot going on. No. I think it's because um, there's international breaks in there as well.
2: Yeah, but one thing that's good is that the FA Cup fifth round is midweek. Is it? I'm sure I've I've read that. It? It's a midweek. Yeah, I'm oh, sure right. that's right.
0: So that you yeah, so you're not going to have a week off, a week a weekend off then
2: basically. Oh, yeah, it's and Norwich yeah. still in the cup. <laughs> Most uh, teams are still in the cup though. Andy, where just Norwich out. did they go through? No, because yeah, we, we play Norwich on a scheduled um, FA Cup date. So whether they're still in the cup, that might get oh, oh, rearranged. Right. So, right. They'll mean.
1: probably all the pill next round and beat them, so it's <laughs> all right, they'll be
2: safe. But like I said, there's going to be extended breaks. So is that a positive in terms of Angelotti's going to be able to get his instructions and messages across to the players because he's going to be able to spend a bit more time on the training ground?
1: And our sanity as well, to make that point. Um, yeah, he needs as much time as he can get. You know, every manager always... I think it's quite telling, sorry, that all managers always say it's important at the start to get a good pre-seasoning. Managers speak a lot about mm. that all the time, which must mean the time with the players off the pitch is beneficial. I mean, I think we saw it with silver last season. Again, I'm not going back to that because look how it all ended eventually. But we had that break, didn't we, that 14-day break or 17-day break, and we come back and went on a win and run because you obviously somehow got their heads together during that period. And you've got to trust that time alone off the pitch as a squad with someone like Ancelotti... Will benefit them both short term and long term, but you know, it's it's just a sorry state to be in that we're looking at gaps in the team so that we can cement I don't know an eleventh place finish. You know what I mean? I
0: think, I th- yeah, I, Angel- Angelotti's brief really now is isn't it? Look, just see. I think it really, it's see it out to the end of the season. Finish as high as you can. Green shoot, and then you've got a, you've got a clean slate in the summer. We can plan between January and. May or probably be after the Euros before you sign anyone, really, wouldn't it? Really, is it? No, sorry, is the Euros a World Cup? It is. Euros, it's sorry, in yeah, Euros, isn't it? Yeah,
2: that's another hindrance, though, isn't it? Because people come back late, but saying that, though,
0: you know, everyone's got to deal with it, haven't they <laughs> How
2: many How many of our players
0: are going to actually deserve a call up?
1: Only the goalie in a Pickford. That's
0: probably Do you know what I mean. It, it's. You know and then he, and then and then we go again and with players that he wants and he signed and he you know don't forget there's another clear out coming in terms of and I'm not just saying people players are going to sell Players who are out of contract yeah as well they're just gonna disappear which is great yeah Martina wage, you know it gets them off the wage bill so it's a clean slate in the summer but it's just again we've sat here it's another wasted wasted opportunity you know
1: that's what it feels like it just feels as though just yeah it's just a massive missed opportunity. It's another year that we're not good. We only get two chances a Trophy and we've blown them both this both, year. Both, yeah. You know, I don't, okay, Leicester's a tough draw going back to December, but we were a penalty shootout away there from a two-legged game against Aston Villa, who I, I'm not even going to say we should be because we'd have probably got be like, but you know, <laughs> they, the way we've gone about our business. But I just want to see more green shoots. I want to see... A bit like last season, really. The season was sort of gone, wasn't it, by February? But at least a few good performances and the young players, like the Charleston coming through, it gives us a bit of optimism going into summer. And that's, unfortunately, that's the best case scenario going into next season. Being excited about the next season rather than dreadning.
0: But, but then, but then, getting getting into that new season and actually taking that next step, like we thought we were going to this year. Well, that's where we always yeah, fall apart, that's isn't what, it? But that's the key part in it, that's what.
2: We still it enjoy me all these. It is the person is it? When you when you look at it, we've literally just come into a new year, 2020. Lost three games. No, but <laughs> up to two. But in terms of actually being able to win a cup, we've got to wait another at least another. Eighteen months, months. Eighteen months. For, well, f- cut can't, can't about cup. You're playing in February. March, yeah, right. and you're so, yeah. we've got to go through Christmas, and we again we've got to go <laughs> we to go through New Year again before we can even think about lifting the, a trophy. See, again, it's all it's all
0: everything's like therapy. This isn't it, it's all like
2: it's it's hindsight. It does make it?
0: you feel better. I think talking uh, about yeah, it. If, if our league, you know what? Right, if we're sitting now, if we were sitting now in Wolves' position in the league,
2: and out both cup compositions. I don't think we'd be so. We're only five points away from Wolves. got a game in hand? I know, ah,
0: but we're, we're only four or five points off being sucked right back. No, into... no, this is what I was yeah, saying yeah. before. So,
2: but we've got three the winnable games, surely? Yeah, or at least two winnable, two games you're expected to win. And yeah. would you take a draw against West Ham? If order we order win the it? other two, looking at Ed, mm. yeah, at David Moyes, West Ham away. Do
1: we Only if we win the other two, but if we draw one of the others, cancel and go, so go it cancels out. You go goals. It's got to be
2: a minimum of seven points for me. It's got to be yeah. just, just
1: if anything, I think Everton knows it
2: because then it's a break, isn't it, for the FA Cup on mm. that last weekend in January, and then I think it's Wofford. Um,
1: it's Wofford away, yeah. Well, yeah, I just feel like Everton knows something. To be honest, I think Everton, you know, owes them seven points. Yeah, if we in any other world I'd probably say six points would be enough. and I don't mind that even if we somehow get beat at West Ham, but you know what? Then players always, and if they don't give us seven points, I've got no, I'm gonna have any more love for them. Well, the, they, the, then we've, you know what I mean. It's, it's just that's as far as it goes. That's the ex, it's not the expectation of a normal Everton team, but I think they always want to be honest. So
2: they certainly always a performance and a, a win against Brighton on there <sighs> Saturday. That's gonna be a good one, isn't it? You're not
1: gonna ask me for a prediction, are you?
2: No, we're not gonna go into that too much, <laughs> but we will say. I think we've we've talked enough, haven't we? Now I think we can that's... call an end to the podcast there. Have you had enough therapy for today, the Rob? No, I might need a few more sessions, like, but I can wait. <laughs>
1: I Think Everton players could do with coming in here, actually. That would be good, you know. Get the Everton players to sit in here while recording, just let us just berate them. I'd have that'd to be good. Do you know what? It'd I be need
0: security like to, to hold you too. Do back. you remember that thing years ago? Uh it was when it was like a West Ham. i we, we Redknapp was still managing West Ham, going off on a tangent here, and they had like the manager, the owner at the time, and like a, a few players, and this fella proper tears into Frank Lampard. Like a young Frank Lampard. Oh yeah, he looked silly, he, didn't he? <laughs> saying, saying he's not, saying he wasn't good enough, saying blah blah blah.
2: And Is just where Redknapp said he's going to be the best player in the world or something.
0: Or, or something in, along those lines, you know. He said, "No, he's, he's one of the best midfielders I've got." Things like that. Imagine doing that with the Evans squad; it'd be, it'd be horrible. They'd probably like go on strike. You just see a glass like that—a glass go right across the, uh, the, you know, across the table to some of the players. It's, it's just. just
1: they should sit here and just listen to us just rant on us. Well, the that high
2: security if they were going to come in to hold you two back. <laughs> no, to, to hold them back from us after what we say to them. <laughs> anyway, we'll, we'll call it a day there. Um, like I say, I think we've had <coughs> enough therapy for one day. Nice Christmas. Very disappointing start to the to the new year, to the new decade. Typical Everton. Uh, but Ben, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. In. And Rob, cheers, mate. thank you for coming on. Paul? You've been listening to The View from the Gladys Street podcast on the Royal Blue Acast and iTunes channel.
1: You've
0: been listening to The View from the Gladys Street podcast from the Liverpool Echo.